Bronco Nation News Live is presented by RowPaint.com, the official paint and coatings company of Boise State Athletics. Power in people, pride in painting. Check them out at ROEPaint.com. Now, here's BJ Rains. Hey, how we doing, Boise State fans? Sorry for the uh, tardiness. Uh, that is uh, 100% Jay Tuss' fault that we are uh, late starting the show today, but... <laughs> No, it is not Jay Tuss's fault. Jay, uh, I was, uh, it's my fault. I'll take the blame. Had a lot of stuff going on this morning, uh, getting the kids off to the, to the bus and just one of those mornings and you look up and it's eight 58 and I uh, wasn't ready yet. So uh, we're starting a few minutes late, better late than never though. I apologize. Uh, my fault, Jay. And, um, it had, it had been a while since you had to send me a, uh, I don't have the link text yet. Uh, it has I, been. Yeah. I've uh, usually, I used to kind of forget to send it to you. And then I'd be saying, well, where's Jay? Where's Jay? And then, oh, I never sent him the link to join. But uh, considering the chaos of the last month, though, man, that's, uh, that's pretty good, I'd say. Yeah. But uh, we're here and uh, apologize again for being late. But uh, this is Bronco Nation News Live. BroncoNationNews.com. Jay Tuss, sports director at KTVB for the. Regular Tuesday appearance, the first of his two weekly appearances. Also, you can hear Jay on Fridays. And uh, we got a, a lot to talk about as the uh, offseason officially begins for the Boise State men's basketball team, I guess, for, for college basketball today. Um, I think there may be some more clarity on on uh, that roster in the next uh, little while, which, you know, may have been one of the reasons I'm late. Uh, no comment. But, uh, you know, we're, uh, uh, you know, it's going to be an interesting time here, Jay, because they've already got the, the point guard. They're looking to fill the other spots they have on, on the roster. There could be another guy leaving. Um, there's a lot of movement still to go, but, you know, yeah. they've only got, you know, they've only added one player to this point. And you look up at like Jeff Porzello's early top 25 for next year. And he has Boise State essentially number 26, the first team that he didn't put in the tournament. Um, right. And that's with, you know, three additions still to make. Uh, that someone like Jeff Borzello that covers the sport and a lot is going to change. There's so many teams that are going to add players, lose players, but essentially he's looking at what they have coming back in Max Rice, Degenhart, and uh, Chabuzo Abo and adding Roddy Anderson and a national, you know, prominent college basketball writer already has Boise State essentially as a, a borderline top 25 team. So you would assume they're only going to add some guys and move up. And I, I, I you know, I guess I kind of buried the lead. I did want to talk San Diego State as well. They, they fall in the title game, but uh, it is time now for Boise State to move forward. And, you know, with these last three spots, I think that they could, uh, you know, really, really put together something on the level of what Leon Rice wants and when, he, when he talked about that super team. Right, and now that, now that the season is officially over with the national title game wrapping up last night, uh, you're exactly right, BJ. You're going to see a lot of moving and shaking in the transfer portal. Um, not just here in Boise, but but really around the country. I think there's a lot to be excited about with um, what Boise State could potentially do here in the next couple of weeks. And um, it seems like it's getting closer and closer to uh, really feeling the the needs that they have. And that was the one and the five. Um, and so after they do that, they can now start to kind of uh, really uh, meticulously shape their roster. Um, you know, six through 10 or whatever. And that was obviously a huge need for this team. Um, there is a huge need for this team to improve as they, as they, you know, move into next season and try to make a run at a, a third straight NCAA tournament berth. And so, um, you know, as you kind of said, you know, maybe another move because, you know, and this is the nature of the transfer portal, regardless of where you are, BJ, you know, if, if, if a team has a spot to open up, opened up, 
and they can add a certain player. Sometimes that impacts another player. And, um, you know, somebody on the roster might move on or, or whatever it is. And so that's all wait and see at this point, by the way. But um, it's just the nature of the transfer portal around the country, regardless of, of where you are. We've seen it uh, countless times. And so Boise State definitely has a chance to continue to upgrade their roster. Uh, Roddy Anderson was a great start, man. And so we'll, we'll see you the, the next chip to fall. But um, it's, it's crazy how fast things move these days, BJ, and how quickly you can go from outside the top 25 to inside the top 25 or yeah. um, inside the top 25 to outside of it, for that matter, too. It works both ways. Yeah, and again, for for them to only have you know uh, to only have the point guard in the fold, to not have a big man yet, and to still have you know essentially three open scholarships, uh, a lot you would think to still be added to this roster, and to already be number twenty six in the country by Jeff Borzello of ESPN, I think speaks volumes to the track record they're building at Boise State. Um, you know what Leon Rice is doing, just the fact yeah. that now it's at a point where. Um, you got to trust Leon Rice that they're going to put a, rec- a a team together that's going to be competitive in the Mountain West and around the country now. Yeah, the thing about the the there have been like some subtle things that you feel like Leon is is done too when it comes to recruiting that um, have probably put this program in a in a better spot, right? Like his involvement last year with the U eighteen national team, this year with the U nineteen national team. Uh, you know, we talked a little bit about that. Last week, BJ, when it was announced that Rice was going to be an assistant on the U-19 team, these are all things that put him in circles and, and allow him to make connections that if they don't benefit Boise State immediately, might be able to you know rope back around and do it down the road. You know, Cade playing it um, uh, when, he, when he went over to his academy uh, in the Midwest, uh, Cade Rice, you know, I mean, like Cade was playing with some really, really good basketball players, right? And um I don't know how many times Leon got to go watch his boy, but I would assume he had a front row seat to some really good basketball players too. So these are all things that have, have really allowed uh, Boise State to, to subtly take another step in recruiting. And um, I, I can only assume at some point in time it's it's going to pay off, especially with that U19 national team. But um, it's he's working, man. I guess that's my point. Like he is working. Jordan says uh, the men's basketball offseason begins today. It will go by faster if you follow the spring sports. you got beach volleyball and softball having shot at NCAA tournament bids. Yeah, there are a lot of uh, spring sports obviously still going on, Jay. you got a couple of gymnasts also were picked for the uh, national team uh, as well. Um, Dustin's saying, hmm, Will Baker entered the transfer portal. I, I, would, not, uh, I-, I would not expect Will Baker to transfer from Nevada to Boise State. I would suspect he's looking for – uh, a bigger opportunity, but uh, you never know. You never know. Uh, did Max start as a walk-on? Uh, yes, Max Rice was originally a walk-on, um, but now he has obviously earned that scholarship, and that is kind of funny. You always hear people, Jay, uh, there's even some haters still on Twitter that like feel like he's stealing a scholarship, and, oh, he, he gets a discount because his dad's a co- uh, an employee at Boise State, so they should just have his dad pay for him, and, and uh, you know, all this. It's like dude's one of the best players in the Mountain West. He shouldn't have to be considered a walk-on just because his dad has some money. Like, uh, I, I get it both ways. Like, and if they have the perfect fit, Leon has said, like, in a, you know, if, if the circumstance was there and they needed the scholarship, they could do that, you know, and go back to that. But it's like, um, like, why should he be penalized and be called a, quote, walk-on because his dad has some money, like, and is, and is an employee of the university? Like, if he's good enough to be a scholarship player, he should be on scholarship. I don't give – time of my day to people that 
want to argue. I wish I didn't. I wish I didn't. I, you're, you're a stronger man than I am, man. Oh, I, I mean, just because I don't, I don't need to, I don't need to argue that one way or the other. Like it's stupid. Max Rice, he might, he's going to get Player of the Year or preseason Player of the Year votes next year, along with Tyson Dagenhart. They'll probably split a bunch of votes. Like, I don't, I don't need to give, I don't give the time of day to people that want to argue Max Rice's, Max Rice if Max Rice is good enough to play at this level because the kid put together an unbelievable season this last year. If, if you wanted to make this argument two years ago, even a year ago, like I might listen to you, but the way that kid improved the toughness he showed, um, there is no chance that Boise state is an NCAA tournament. This team NCAA tournament team this year without Max Rice on the team, there, there would have been zero chance of that happening. Can't disagree with that. Yeah. It, it, I just, it, it's funny because, I mean, it's still to this day, you get some people saying, oh, he should, it's it's selfish of him to, to take one of the scholarship spots and all this stuff. And it's just like, come on. Are we still doing No, he, he absolutely deserves one. He made one shining he was, moment. He was, he did make one shining moment. And he was the, the, the almost sole reason, if you really want to be honest, that they beat, that they, that San Diego, you know, they were the last team to beat San Diego State prior to the tournament mm-hmm. with his crazy yeah. run. I think he finished with 26, but what he did late in the game with some of those threes. Um, he's like a 13 14 0 run by himself. You're not and you look at the toughness of that San Diego troll. State team, man. You're either the biggest troll or you're just not paying attention. If, yeah. if you want to hate on Max Rice at this point, yeah. That one shining moment, though, gosh, that that had flashbacks to sitting courtside, um, you know, BJ and that in uh, in Sacramento. And when he hit that three, it was with uh, three oh five left in the first half. They they used a very quick clip of it in one shining moment. They didn't even show it going in. They just showed him shooting it. But right. When he hit that three, though, I, that was like the moment where I was like, I, I said, I said, to, I looked over at Brady and said, oh, damn, Boise State's going to win this game. I mean, like it finally felt like they had found their footing, found their rhythm. And then um, literally 32 seconds later, Marcus Shaver goes, goes down, doesn't get up, needs to be helped off the court. And that what two just massive swings of momentum in a 32 second uh, stretch of time. I mean, I, that, that was um, that was tough. I guess it was twenty eight seconds. Excuse me, I'm, yeah. I'm, doing that. I'm, do, I'm not doing math right there. Perry's asking about what's next in terms of the commitments and things like that. Uh, don't really want to, you know, steal kids' thunders and all that kind of stuff. So we'll. Uh, you finished out the math. What's the math? Yeah, it's thirty two seconds. I don't. I'm seconds. all over this morning. Okay. okay. <laughs> not going to steal kids' thunders. They, you know, kids leaving, kids going. You know, it's their announcements to make. So we'll we'll see. But uh, you know, there could be some. Could be some news on the basketball front in the next couple of days, uh, I, I think is a, a good bet on that. Uh, just so stay tuned uh, to some news uh, for them. I do want to talk about San Diego State briefly, yeah. though, and kind of what that game and then what that means for them and the Mountain West moving forward. But do want to thank a couple of our sponsors here. Uh, Cutwater Spirits, we're in the mobile studios. More than 30 flavors of pre-mixed premium cocktails. You can pick one up at your local gas station or grocery store. Let them do the work. Pre-made premium cocktails ready for you. Uh, today from Cutwater Spirits. Rowpaint.com, that concrete coating, four times stronger than epoxy. It's ready to go for you. The one-day install. Uh, schedule your free estimate, your free appointment, roepaint.com. Your concrete coatings for your back patio, your garage, your basement, transformational. Highly recommend it. Done it myself, roepaint.com. Lithia Ford of Boise. Check them out, lithiafordboise.com, for the full inventory of vehicles. They will buy your used vehicle uh, even if you don't buy from them, but uh, the Reigns family couldn't be happier with our F-150 
and uh, you will as well. Uh, they'll be providing the hole-in-one. They'll be providing the Bronco Sport to Jay Tuss when he gets the hole-in-one at the uh, Bronco Nation News Golf Tournament here on June 2nd. Idaho Central Credit Union, ICCU.com, the best in mobile e-branch online banking. Check them out, ICCU.com. More than half a million Idahoans have made the switch. You can, too, find a branch near you. But you only have to go in once because you go in to sign up, and then you never have to go back because you can do it all on your phone or on your computer, ICCU.com. You looking for a new job? How about TCS? Get in the trucking industry. It's a booming industry right now with the pandemic. Transcompservice.com. They can help you out every step of the way to get you out there towing that first load in no time, whether it's the big rig on your screen, the Amazon truck in your neighborhood, every kind of delivery service in between. Let Transcomp Service take care of the permits and things for you. Get more information. Sign up today. Transcompservice.com. And the Blue and Orange Store, the Blue and Orange Store.com. They're still offering free shipping on any order over $40. You can go into the Blue and Orange Store as well at the Boise Town Square Mall. Get all that NIL uh, you know, shirts for Degenhardt, for all the football players. Get ready for the spring game on Saturday with some new Boise State gear. And, again, if you're not in the area, go online, theblueandorangestore.com. Jay, uh, final was 76-59 to 59 last night. San Diego State falls to uh, UConn. Uh, it was an exciting game, and it, it, it you know – they were kind of kept at arm's length for most of the game, but there was a, a, a steal and a bucket and they get it to six. And then a couple of free throws, they end up getting it to five with about five, six minutes to go in the game. All of a sudden San Diego state's only down five. And you're like, are they going to do another one of these crazy miracle second half comebacks? But uh, UConn comes down, hits a huge dagger three and went on a run and finishes the game and wins by 17. But uh, kudos to San Diego state. Hell of a game. Hell of a season their roster is going to look a lot different next year but i would expect they're still going to be pretty darn good i'm, I'm sure a lot of the high level transfers would, would love to go live in san diego and play for a team that played in the national championship game um and you know they can sell the pac-12 invite probably coming as well um what's your take on san diego state man and, and the game last night it was the best season that any men's basketball program has ever had in the 24-year history of the mountain west conference and it's not even close Regular season champs in the Mountain West, tournament champs in the Mountain West, and they were one victory away from winning a national championship. I mean, DJ, that's a run that I, I don't know if will ever be duplicated again by a Mountain West team. I will say this, though, is that San Diego State showed it's possible for a Mountain West team to do it. So it was uh, – I had a feeling like last night, like as good as San Diego State had, had played up until this point, you just kind of had the feeling that they were, they were running into a juggernaut, a team in UConn that had just been blasting teams throughout the NCAA tournament and it ended up being a 17 point differential with UConn on top of that thing. And in terms of their sheer dominance, UConn won every single game at the NCAA tournament by at least 13 points for a, for a March madness that for me personally, I'll always remember for the parody that we saw, you know, Princeton upsetting Arizona, the run by FAU Furman knocking off Virginia. Um, there was just, an awesome amount, San Diego State. There was an awesome amount of parity in college basketball at this March Madness, and despite the fact that's like that's what may, might be the lasting storyline, UConn was as dominant as any team we've we've really seen at the NCAA tournament. Just no no game of theirs was really close. You mentioned that San Diego State climbed within five last night, but you know UConn was able to to distance themselves out as as you could see San Diego State just run out of gas offensively. I, th I think they missed eight out of their last nine shots from the field, but I was looking this up last night because I don't know why this is where my brain goes. Um, going back to basketball reference and you can see back as far as the 2011 NCAA tournament. So since the 2011 NCAA tournament, only Villanova 
had a uh, greater net point differential for an NCAA tournament than UConn. UConn outscored their opponents by a combined 120 points. Uh, this March Madness, UConn in, uh, I think it was 16, outscored their um, opposition by 124. So, but, I mean, you look, at, you look at the teams that UConn had to go through, too. It's not like they were – it's not like they got many patsies along the way, if you will. No. No, not at all. I mean, um, you know, and, and the bracket breaks the way it does, and they played what they played two WCC teams, right? St. Mary's and Gonzaga, I believe, um, and you know, got you know Iona in the first game, but yeah. um, oh, they were they, UConn was for the last you know month and a half the number one team in the country, at, and and they fit you know they were number one in the metrics, you know, most of the season, right. got to number one in the polls, had a rough kind of couple of weeks, and then locked it back in, and there, as uh, as Sam says, there was no stopping UConn this year. Um, mm-hmm. But you look at San Diego State, and you know Perry says they had the depth to make that run. Um, what do you make of, uh, I guess, what San Diego State proved in terms of the depth that's needed, the, the quality of players that's needed? I mean, they had guys like Arope and Seiko and some of these guys that were, you know, would be starting on a lot of teams coming off the bench. And you look at their minutes played, and we talked about it, I think, last week or the week before, Jay. Um, you know, they got eight or nine guys averaging like upwards of 20 minutes a game. Um, what do you think Boise State did learn? I mean, you were, you were there with me. I think it was just us. Maybe Jordan was there talking to Tyson Degenhardt after the game, and he mentioned San Diego State. They had the depth to make a run, and that's something that we need to try to do. Um, and that was, you know, in the first game of the tournament. So uh, what do you think in terms of Leon Rice building this super team or, or what he wants to build? Obviously, you want to have a strong starting five, but it seems like to, to, to make a run like a San Diego State, you've got to have more than five, six players you can count on. Well, it's so – I think we think about this on such a um, a game-by-game, like, level, right? Like, we think, like, oh, man, Tyson had to play 37 minutes tonight. And you see, like, some of San Diego State's players are only playing, like, 27 minutes a night or something like that. But that adds up over a whole season, like, you wouldn't believe. I mean, um, I'm looking at this right now. Uh, Matt, Matt Bradley finished, he played in 39 games this season. Um, he finished with 1,032 minutes and, uh, Darian Trammell like barely passed him with 1,034 minutes this season. So, uh, Darian was the, the top minutes getter for San Diego state this season with 1,034 minutes. Right. And you look at that and, um, Max Rice played 1,170 minutes. So, you know, Max played 136 more minutes than than Darian did, despite playing in five less games. He played in five less games, but essentially almost played four more games than than Darian did, who was the top minutes getter at Boise State or for San Diego State. So I don't know if that's uh, hitting the perspective that I'm trying to provide. But, you know, you look at Max and and Tyson was barely behind Max in minutes played. by five. So, and, and even Chibuzo Abo was up over a thousand minutes. I mean, these are all guys that would have darn near led San Diego state in minutes played. Um, despite the fact that San Diego state, you know, played almost three weeks longer in the season than Boise state. So it's just, uh, they, they need to find some depth. I mean, that, that is what it is. It's no, it's no secret. Tyson said it, uh, Leon has said it, basically everybody has said it and what they did was respectable, but you could see how, there was a, a lasting effect on um, 
the you know accumulating effect on how many minutes that they were logging throughout the season and eventually we talk about injuries and all that stuff bj like it it just it's we can make it hard or we can make it pretty simple and you can see the usage it's it's pretty simple yeah it's interesting you go with like the quote starting fives or whatever like you may have taken more guys from boise state than San Diego State, uh, or at least would have been close in terms of the the you know starting five, or if you're drafting players, yeah. um, you know. But but it 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 quickly would swing in the favor of San Diego State for like four through eight or whatever. I mean, yeah. it, uh, it 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 is kind of the yeah. What do you what would you rather have that the quote unquote better star power at the top or the much deeper overall better team, which I think over the course of the season probably does help you out, especially in a tournament situation. And, and San Diego State, this is nothing new for them. They've been doing this for years. And, again, they have a, a bigger basketball budget. They're recruiting to San Diego. Uh, they have a sellout arena every game. I mean, it, it's, you know, they, they've they've been the best team in the Mountain West for a long time, Jay. And, and this is, uh, I think, this run to the championship, you know, validated what they've done the last, you know, 10-plus years in this league and nationally. And they've been snake-bitten a little in the tournament like Boise State has. Um, they got uh, gypped when the COVID year happened in the league. The tournament got canceled. They would have been a number one seed. Remember, they had Malachi Flynn and all those guys, Matt Mitchell. They were like, you know, 30-2 and two or something yep. that year. Um, so, I mean, this isn't like the only time they've had a good team. This was – and probably this wasn't even their best team. It was just the one that things fell right for them. Um, and, you know, they played Furman instead of Virginia in the second round. I mean, things just fell their way. Um, but by no means was this a fluke. This was a very good basketball team. It's a very good program. And I think that shows for Boise State, you just keep getting back to the tournament. You just keep getting back to the dance. You keep putting yourself in this position. Eventually, the breaks are going to fall your way. Your star point guard's not going to get hurt. The other team's going to have a rough night. You're going to play somebody in the second round, um, you know, that, that, that is not the team you're supposed to play because they lost. And all of a sudden, you're in the Sweet 16. Like, I know it's that for some fans, that's a little hard to see because they're tired of the 0 and 9. They're tired of every year, same story. Oh, just wait till next year. Um, but I truly do believe the San Diego State run shows that uh, all it takes is, you know, just, just, just keep getting there. And at some point, if you keep getting there, even if it seems so far away, like it's not going to happen, Jay, I really do think a team like Boise State can break through. I agree. I mean, it took. You know, San Diego State and Steve Fisher over a decade to get their first NCAA tournament win. And I know we're over a decade into the Leon Rice era at Boise State, but um, you feel like they they still have the room to make these necessary adjustments that are that are perfectly attainable. And, you know, I think we've already seen the benefits of increased chartered flights and, and, and some of these things, more coaching staff. Because um, a couple of years ago, Boise State simply like, basically couldn't win in March. And now they, they are winning in March, but they're on the cusp of doing something even even more special. And so by getting, you know, more coaches and a video guy and more chartered flights, we have seen the benefits of this payoff at the end of February, in the beginning of March. We, we have the last two years. You can't dispute that. But now you look at the next adjustment that can be made. And again, it's making sure that your, your, your starters aren't over you know, I mean, I guess there are a couple guys that are unique. I mean, like, again, I, I don't think I'm taking Tyson Dagenhart or the way Max Rice is playing. I'm not taking those guys off the floor if, if I don't have to. Uh, but to be able to spell them for a few more minutes a game and keep those minutes down, you know, maybe even we're talking about a few less minutes in January, BJ. Like, 
to try to, to be able to keep those minutes down a little bit so you're not just upwards of 1,200 minutes played by the time the NCAA tournament t- tips off. And that's just, I mean, that's a lot of, that's a lot of minutes, man. That's a lot of minutes. And so uh, to be able to try to manage that by adding a little depth, I just, you can see it happening. Like it's very easy to see it happening. The Boise State can is, is well equipped to take one more step and, and go get this thing. And not to say it's related, but I mean, Boise State did lose four of its last six games. I mean, if you want to talk about uh, depth and tired legs and things like that down the stretch, they did struggle a little bit down the stretch. And I think all of that is related and all that uh, comes together. Speaking of basketball, speaking of Tyson Degenhart, Jay, uh, RJ Keen, Tyson Degenhart, they are they are a confirmed for the Bronco Nation News Golf Tournament. Uh, and uh, also we announced on social media yesterday, happy to announce here too, uh, some of the coaches, Tim Duryea, Mike Burns, David Motes, Michael Johnson, all committed as well. So uh, you want to meet Mike Burns, and maybe he'll, maybe we can have that be a raffle, uh, raffle item where Mike Burns can just berate you like he does uh, did Lucas Milner after he missed a, a play or something last year. But uh, uh, does the loser, the winner, of the raffle get that? <laughs> we, we draw every ticket in the last one. You get thirty yeah. second, thirty second rant from Mike Burns. Uh, but, I gotta uh, say, BJ, I might I might pull out of the tournament and just follow Duryea and Burns around the course, though, because that, that would be four hours of entertainment, man. Yes, yes, that'll be a lot of fun, and uh, they'll be uh, randomly put in some groups, so you have a chance to play with them, have a chance to to meet them, and again, uh, Burns, Duryea, Motes, uh, Johnson, uh, hopefully some other announcements. Uh, the the head coach may be here in the future, but we're kind of spacing these out. But uh, we also announced Jay the afternoon flight, so we're going to have a second flight in the afternoon. So uh, sales are going very well, and we're excited about this. We're going to raise a lot of money for the Idaho Youth Sports Commission. And if you're able to, we'd love to have you join us in the afternoon. You can work a half day and then come out and play. Uh, you can have the lunch. You still get the Q&A with everybody. You can meet everybody. And then when you'll just start your round after that around 1.30 or so. So uh, BroncoNationNews.com, click golf. Uh, we're selling registrations fast. So sign up before we sell out. And uh, really looking forward. Uh, someone says no Lexus Williams. Working on that. Don't think Lexus is a big-time golfer. But maybe we'll get him out there to, to do a little meet and greet with folks. Uh, we'll see. But uh, – Jay's going to be out there. That should be big enough, right? I, I shouldn't have to have all these coaches out there. If Jay Tuss is playing in the yeah, tournament, right. that should be enough. I don't, want, I don't know if I want Lexus to show up. He's an athlete. He's probably going to uh, show up and never, like. And apparently, Michael is, Johnson is a heck of a golfer, like a two or three handicap. See, that's what I mean. I bet the you Lexus will still be like the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I, got, I need a chance of winning this thing with the uh, the, uh, the crew over at Atkinson's, BJ. It's fun. <laughs> Well, one of them won something, didn't they? Closest to the pin or long drive or something. One of them did. They're actually, man, they actually did. Chris is like a really good, they had some really good golfers in that it's family. It's pretty rare when Jay's in a foursome and he's not the best golfer, but that apparently happened. No. Uh, <laughs> that often happens. <laughs> well, looking forward to it. June 2nd. Yeah. Uh, Jay, I, we started late, so I, I appreciate it. We'll try to get it out of here. I, I told you I'd cut it short. I cut it 90 seconds, a whole 90 seconds uh, less than, than usual here. But uh, there we go. Appreciate you, Jay, for, for coming on. Sorry again, everybody, for being a little bit delayed. Bronconationnews.com. Uh, subscribers may want to be checking their email a little bit later today. You never know what's coming. Uh, for the paying subscribers, uh, little tidbits and things uh, that we try to do to take care of the subscribers. So have a great Tuesday. Offseason's officially here. Jay, we'll focus on uh, the spring game on Friday as we get set for spring football uh, on Saturday in the spring game. But uh, Winston Venable will join me tomorrow, 9 a.m. Make sure you watch KTVB. They got you covered with all the uh, football spring stuff as well, ktvb.com. Have a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you later. Bronco Nation News, bronconationnews.com.